Hey guys, and welcome to another amazing episode of Three Shows and a Book. Um, this week's episode falls on the week of love, Aww. Valentine's. Smoochie, smoochie. But also, tonight, the Bengals shall play in the Super Bowl, which hasn't happened since the 80s, and they didn't win then. So, hopefully, I'm not a, I'm not a Bengals fan, but, you know, for all you... Yeah. Who days out there? All you who days. So this week's movie is a simple favor found on Prime for $3.99. It is a Shiloh pick. Yeah, y'all. And the wine is also a Shiloh pick. I'll let her handle yeah, that one. All right, guys. Today we're going to be drinking some Choco Vine. Pleasantly sinful. Finest blend of red wine and Dutch chocolate. I have never heard of such a thing, but I am so, so excited to drink it. Silky smooth, this blend of Dutch chocolate and fine red wine is delicious on its own or complimenting a cocktail. And um, this is 14% alcohol, so I hope you ate a little something. I did. (laughs) So that looks amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm super excited. excited. All right, let's hop into it. Woo-hoo! All right, so we just had a really good laugh. <laughs> a um, side light <laughs> about the Super Bowl. We might be starting a new show about us <laughs> talking about sports we know nothing about. Um, All right, we are breaking into this wine because I do cannot it. wait anymore. I know. Do I have to like shake it or something? I don't know. It doesn't look like it, but I'll give it a little. I'll give it a little swig there just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Oh, that's thick. It is, because it's chocolate. Glug, glug, glug. Oh my god, I'm so excited. It looks like chocolate milk, you guys. It looks like It does look like chocolate milk. I love chocolate. Ooh. Smell. Oh, that's good. It smells like chocolate. Oh man, I'm so excited. Alright. Oh yes. This is adult hot cocoa, oh minus the God, hot. This is good. It's so good. Holy shit balls! This is going to be gone in like ten minutes, and we will be completely wasted because yeah, it's fourteen percent. We should have got two bottles of this. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. One for they, you, one for me. They also had one that was um, chocolate, and it had raspberry. See, which if it would have been strawberry, I would have been into it, but I don't like raspberries, so hard no for me. So I like raspberries, Jesus, but. I don't know how I feel about after the whole, you know, wine we shall not speak of, <laughs> shabagal of the two weeks ago. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel anymore about fruit wine other than like apple or mm, I really felt the pumpkin was, was good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually like the pineapple last time too i thought that was pretty good it was decent yeah I- i'm not gonna buy it again yeah but the watermelon jesus oh, christ that was an abomination that was just not that abort Julian, mission man jesus. you guys that one they're usually so good and i know that one was like an epic Satan's fail asshole. well you know everybody's got to have that one problem child that one oopsie yes and i think i think that that was their oopsie which, um, speaking of oopsie, that leads us perfectly into the movie. It does. I wanted to do a quick shout out to our German listeners. Gruß Grot. <laughs> I hope I didn't butcher that too much, but I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that. There you go. 
See, I mean, I, I'm pretty thrilled that we have, like, listeners from Germany and England and Canada and really? Australia. Oh, you guys. I know. I, I was looking at the uh, metrics today, and I was just like, holy shitballs. We got, yeah. like, 2% of <laughs> listeners are from Germany. So. Yeah, us and David Hasselhoff, man. We're big in Germany. Oh, <laughs> the Hoff. The Hoff. I want a light up leather jacket like he had when he you sang know, on the Berlin Wall. Yes, yes. You know when you go to Disney, you can see a piece of the Berlin Wall. Yeah, it's there. There's there's a piece in Cincinnati. I, I didn't think. know that. I I knew about the one in Disney, but I didn't know about the one in. in I think there's one in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, like a big chunk too. I just saw something about that recently. We'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's a piece of history. Okay. All right. Anyway, a simple favor. It's a 2018 movie found on Amazon Prime for 3.99. Neither of us had seen this one before, nope. so this was a total shot in the dark. Which um, is how I like it. I love right, it when yeah, we do shots in the dark. Fun. Yes. yes, it was good. You just never know what you're going to get. Shiloh had a really hard time picking the movies because I've seen Ugh. a lot of the movies, so she was texting me back and forth, and finally she found the last two movies for this month, and she was like, okay, I think we have a winner. And yeah. Thank God. Yeah. So far, they've been good. I mean, now Knives Out, we both saw, but that one's so good. You could watch it a million times. It's and true. It's and the good. fact that they're coming out with another one, just, you Yay. know, you, you had to watch it. I know. You so had good. to watch it. All right. So, A Simple Favor, starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. And what's the dude's name? Henry Fielding? I can't remember. He was he was an accessory. I did zero research. Nice. I watched the movie and literally just have opinions. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. I I did note, um, and I I noted, and that was literally as far as I went with it. It is <coughs> in the in the opening credits. It says it's based on a movie by Darcy Bell. I didn't so catch I don't that. Know what that is all about? But apparently, it's based on another movie. I so imagine. If anybody knows anything about that, let us know. I could Google it, but you know, I'll kick it to the masses instead. Both of you out there, the masses. Yeah. Lisa. Lisa, help us out. Mm. I guess she has books, too. You guys, oh my God, this wine. It's Holy amazing. Shit. Like, oh my God. I can't even. All right, so Liz is looking things up. Yeah, sorry, I, Darcy Bell. Um, so the first thing I noted was that I love the, the French pop music, which I actually yes. do love French pop. I have a whole, yes. like, French pop thing saved on my uh, Apple Music section. I don't section. Really listen to it. But, like, when I hear it, like, in Amelie or, like, in this, I'm like, oh, this is so good. Why don't I listen to it? And then I'm like, because I don't speak French and I have no idea what they're talking about. But, boy, I can sure dance to it. So, every time I listen to it, my kid's like, God, Mom, what's this weird music? And I'm like, it's French pop. It's popular in France, maybe. I don't know, because we're not in France. (laughs) French. So, yeah. Anyway, yes. So, a little bit about the movie. Um, We have a widowed mom stephanie single and anna kendrick she does a fantastic job i i loved her in this role i feel like that was the perfect character for her Mm -hmm. because she does have that very saint look that very innocent pure pure, as the driven snow look you know and i i really liked that they made her this vlogger and that she's like hey moms like she's a mom vlogger her son miles is in first grade her husband died in a car accident along with her brother yes um and she's so funny she's got an oopsie jar for like swears it's like a swear jar and you know she's very i don't want 
to say straight laced, but she's very much that mom, you know. She just has everything all together and volunteers. she does crafts and she volunteers and she has a helium tank for balloons. I love that. Like she is that mom. She wears like the little denim skirts with the little ruffly blouses mm-hmm. and just She's very She's quintessential mom. 1950s, like, I've got it all together, I make homemade yeah. dinners, I yeah. make homemade snacks, you know, I can put it together in a jiffy if you need it. And yeah. and that's where she lives, is in that comfort zone. And she's living off of her deceased husband's life insurance, which is set to run out in 2020. So, Go figure. Yeah, like two years. Yeah. Right in time for COVID. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yep, so she's vlogging, I guess, to maybe make ends meet. I don't know. It doesn't really say for sure. It sounds like she's doing it for fun. Like, she just likes, she wants to make other friends. Yeah, Yeah. like, she wants to make other mom friends. And she does say that. Yeah, that's the thing is she really doesn't have any friends. Right. Um, So, yeah. Miles, that's his name, right? Nikki. Nick. No, 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 no. no, no. Her yeah, son, Miles. Miles. Miles is her son. Sorry, I looked at the wrong line. Miles is friends with a boy at school named Nikki, mm-hmm. and they want to do a play date. And Nikki's mother is Emily, and she is the polar opposite of Pretty Stephanie. Much every single way. Yes, yes. absolutely. Like lively, and she's fantastic. She's a professional woman, and she always wears, God, these amazing, like, outfits suits like but they're very like masculine suits there's one that she wore was like a white tie tuxedo almost but the tie was untied and then she had these like fancy louis vuitton like uh, tie clips on them yes and then there was one it was a bow tie that was untied and a watch chain i mean just these yes fantastic outfits sky high heels she works in the city she works all the freaking time she swears she drinks she's i love that she drinks yes a lot she doesn't um you know she doesn't cook she doesn't do anything like that she's like just polar opposite as far as like moms and stuff go um so yeah swears all the time i felt right at home with her it was great which is funny because anna kendrick really does have a potty mouth so her not swearing was kind of a fun change. Well, I liked it. I liked that she was that, ooh, ooh. Yeah. And she kept Let's saying, see. like, what did she say that was, like, her, when she was, like, cussing, but she I wasn't really remember. cussing? I don't remember. Oh, I should have written it down, but she uses, like, fun words, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw one out there. She would have pro- probably said, what the fluff, instead of yeah. what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Like, she would have substituted, which was right. fun. Sure. <laughs> So they meet because their kids want to have a play date. And Emily is like, you know, uh, Stephanie's like, yeah, I mean, you're okay, but your mom's not here to ask her. Sorry. And then mom rolls up and, you know, Emily is not at all into it. And she's like, well, do you drink? And Stephanie's like, well, I mean, I haven't for, like, a really long time. And she's like, okay, well, never mind. Does your kid drink? Yeah. It's <laughs> never drink? too young to start. Yeah, like... never too young to learn. So they end up finally going back to Emily's house for this play date. Which is phenomenal. Oh, it gorgeous. is stunning. It's gorgeous very house. modern. Um, you lots know. of windows, lots of open space, like very tastefully, minimally decorated. This With, insane kitchen. Okay, which which one are you? Do you see yourself more as an Emily or more as a Stephanie? I'm a hybrid. 
I'm a hybrid too. That's I'm how I felt it. Yeah. Because when I when we walk into Emily's house and there's that like naked portrait, I immediately was like, "Well, I've I've got nudes you've in my got, house you've too." You've got one right in your dining room. <laughs> I look at boobs every time I eat at your house. <laughs> it's side boob. It's tastefully done. It's your grandma's boob. Great grandma. Great grandma's boob. <laughs> makes it a little awkward. Anyway, so yeah, it's just I said that Emily is very sophisticated. And that's it. She drinks martinis. She listens to French pop music. She's got all this art on her walls. I wrote down high-heeled, badass, boss, rich. Yes. My life is littered with almost somebody. This is something that she says. Yeah. Yeah. She works for, like, a big fashion designer as, like, their PR, their head of PR. Right. So, yeah. She's married to, Emily is married to Sean, who was a writer. He wrote a book like 10 years ago and apparently it was a really good book, but he's not written anything since and he is a college professor. Um, They are very PDA. Like when he comes home, there's like, they're making out in the kitchen in front of Stephanie. And she's uncomfortable. Very, very awkward. Yes, yes. Yes. I thought he was hot. I, I watched that and I was like, oh, he's a good looking guy and the accent. And I like the accent. The rest of it, I mean, he's okay. I'm not a fan of an English accent. I love an English accent, but I, I just, it just okay. It depends on where they are from in England, yeah. where that accent's from. And so his accent seemed very, like, well-to-do, which was like, oh, hello, you properly speaking man, you. <laughs> I like the accent. I'm just not, I don't know. He was not my type. He did not really push my buttons. I liked it. I, I thought and he pushed a little bit of buttons for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. good, yeah. good, good, yeah. good. Yeah. So um, they become, Emily and Stephanie become best friends. Best well, friends. Stephanie calls her her best friend. But yeah. Emily, it just, you know. She's not I kind of ones for, one for affection right and like I, that like I, friendship affection yes and i honestly like the whole time that i was watching it you know and they kind of allude to it which um you know there are a couple other good characters and they're like comedians alongside anna kendrick and mm-hmm. um the one the guy yes the, the yes. husband yes did you recognize his wife no that is one of the girl hockey players from letter kenny oh yeah. interesting yeah Huh. So, Letterkenny's amazing, if you haven't you seen guys, it yet. Yeah, seriously. Do um, yourself a favor. For real. So, it's on Hulu. Just watch it. Just do it. Just do it. Don't even investigate. Just go. So. Um, so, when he is like, oh, I didn't realize you're nannying now for, you know, yeah. the whatever their last names for are. Emily. For Emily. And she's like, I'm not nannying. We're best friends. And, you know, I... I kind of thought that, too, because Mm -hmm. Emily did casually say, we've been looking for a nanny and, you know, money's just so tight and we can't find the right person and this, that, and the other thing. And I thought, oh, God, she's going to use her. Mm -hmm. Poor Stephanie. Right. Yeah. We're like, oh, she's she's just too pure. She's just too pure. They really did do a good. too pure until you get to. To know her. Know Stephanie a little bit. Right. Yes. So, you know, they're best friends. And really the way the movie starts is with Stephanie doing a blog and she's basically like, oh, you know, thank you to everyone who's asked about Emily. Right. You know, we're still in the middle of this situation. For everybody that's new, here's what's going on. Let me catch you up. 
missing. My best friend Emily's missing. She's been gone for five days. You know, we're working with police. We're trying to find out what happened to her. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it kind of goes into backstory when she says, it all started when Emily asked me to do a simple favor, which is to pick her son, Nikki, up from school. So that's kind of how it goes and then it's like flashbacks and like flashbacks and flashbacks and it's like a whole thing pretty much the whole movie is that way but it's great it was nicely done <clears throat> it um, was very well done yeah you learn that emily and sean are on the verge of bankruptcy is like what emily says yeah to stephanie and then you know stephanie tells her how she's working things out by living off of her husband's life insurance which wasn't much but it's enough to get them by mm -hmm. um and she's already set money aside for miles to go to college which i thought was really good that's yeah. awesome well she's a planner yeah you know she's she is. she's an she's active responsible she's yeah. a planner yeah she's Definitely. one of those people yep unlike me no yeah right well you know fly by the seat of my ass um <laughs> i i like that sean and her kind of bonded over the canterbury tales because yeah that was cool you know she was an english major and stephanie was an english major and um sean was they talk about Sean being a writer, and she says how she really liked his book, and it reminded her of Thackeray, actually. Yep. Um, and so they talk about that, and then it goes into the Canterbury Tales, and she talks about, you know, how she majored in English Lit and did a her thesis, thesis on mm -hmm. Canterbury Tales. And so they kind of trade Canterbury Tales lines back and forth for a minute, and Emily gets jealous, and it's like, oh, you guys just need to get a room out of there. Are you done flirting with my husband? And Which, I like, you know. Then, then it kind of fast forwards to where Stephanie gets a phone call from Emily and Emily's asking her for that favor. Like, mm -hmm. hey, can you go ahead and pick up Nikki? I know you said you would. I'm in the middle of a meeting. And then she meets them at a park. Mm -hmm. And then a whole other line of discussion happens. And Emily casually says, the nicest thing I could do for Nikki is blow my brains out. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, right? And that's pretty much exactly how Stephanie was. She was just like, oh, uh, uh, uh. And she, you know, Emily's like, I'm kidding. But mm -hmm. you can tell, like, just from their conversations over drinks, because it seems like they usually go to Emily's house and have martinis. Right. Because that's Emily's drink. Emily is extremely miserable. Yes. She's drowning in debt. She's working this job all hours of the day and night. She hates it. Like, she never gets to see her son. And she's just, like, she seems like she loves her husband, but she's also constantly, like, digging at him for yes. only writing the one book and then never writing again. Right. And, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So, then, um, this is where it gets interesting. You want to trade confessions? Yeah. They're uh -huh. drinking and, like, let's talk about... Uh, Emily secrets. says... Let's tell secrets. Emily says, this martini isn't, isn't right. Let me make another one for you. I'll make it the right way. So she pulls it out, and it's a much stronger, you know, it's yeah. it's frozen gin and a frozen glass. And yep. speaking of which, I'm going to pour myself another glass of wine. I'm already well into my second. This <sighs> is going to be gone Oh, my God. For real. So and I don't feel buzzed. Um, <clears throat> I do. I do. I don't. I don't know why. But <clears throat> might be the food. Anywho. So then she says, you know, you want to 
you want to trade confessions well, like you're about... you're a goody two shoes yeah, there's like... nothing that you could do that would be worse than what i could do and she's like oh no 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 i'm yeah. a bad girl too haha yeah, some people know. just hide it better better than others right. and so emily's like ooh, true confessions let's let's tell secrets mm-hmm. and so you know of course steph is all embarrassed like oh i can't i can't no, well then no, emily no. goes you first go first yep. yes And Emily's confession is that her and her husband had a three-way with his teaching assistant. Right. Yeah. And Steph is like, well, aren't you jealous about, or wasn't your husband, wasn't Sean jealous about you being with another man? And Emily's like, who said it was a man? Right. Like, oh. There it is. Yep. And then Steph comes out with her confession. Well, first Emily says, and I wrote this down, prudes are people too. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thinking that Steph is totally vanilla missionary with the lights off kind of a girl. Well, see, and I don't think that Emily believed Stephanie was prude. I think she just said that to pry out more information. Yeah. Like, I I mean. I kind of felt like Stephanie was a prude. I felt like she was a... I mean, a little bit. Not like a prude prude, but just... Kind of innocent and sheltered a little bit. I feel like the people who are overachieving mothers like that are the people that hold the deepest and darkest, kinkiest sex secrets <laughs> in the world. Like, literally, it's not that light in the in their ceiling. It, it's not broken or it doesn't need to replace. It's actually a cover for a sex swing hook. <laughs> that's what that is. Like, right. and, and that's how I that's how I envision, you know, Stephanie. It, is that she's like this secret dominatrix. Yeah. Which she's not. No, she's definitely not. But what comes out is that when her father died, um, they were at the not the funeral not the funeral, but like the reception after the funeral. Afterwards. Right. And this guy walks in that is like a dead ringer for her dad from thirty years 30 ago. Thirty years ago. Yep. And her mom's like, Oh, I've seen a ghost. And it turns out that this guy is her half-brother. Right. So. She confides in her half-brother and, you know, she really felt a strong connection with her dad and she really missed him since he had just died. And so it was too late for her half-brother to drive home. So they offer him, you know, this extra pull-out, pull-out couch, couch in, in the, the basement. basement. Yeah. yeah. And um, she goes through and... She says, oh, and then we kissed after yeah. we, we spoke for hours <laughs> on end. And... She's kind of doing a voiceover of what's happening. And she's like, and then we kissed. But they absolutely fucked. Yes. Well, the whole time that you're, she's saying, no, we kissed, we kissed. You know, she's unbuckling his belt and he's yeah. taking his he's shirt, off, shirt off. And, and laying her back on the bed. And, like, and Emily's like, you fucked him. Yeah. You're Emily's a brother like, fucker. You fucked him, didn't you? She's brother like, no, fucker. No, we just kissed. And then, yes, she fucked her, her brother. Her half-brother, but still, which, like, okay, that's that's, that's blood. one thing. No, they're blood. Yeah, I know. That's like, one thing. Like, that's bad enough. She fucked her brother. But then, after having just said that he looked just like her dad from 30 years ago. Right. And she felt the same connection with him that <laughs> she felt with her dad. Like, that adds a whole nother layer of fucked up to that fucked up souffle. Oedipus Rex. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the the female version. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just, you know, I I guess it happens and we're... (laughs) 
It happens. I mean, I'm not trying to defend I it, have but never a blood relative. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I, just gonna mm, say it. Like, mm-mm. yeah, I'm from the south, but not that, <laughs> but that, not that part but of the not south. That south. <laughs> no, no, we're from the deep south. It's it's more the little north south area where you've got like that, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee area there. I feel like that happens a lot there. <laughs> Down in the hollers. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna I don't really know. I'm not gonna go I don't there. really know. I, I, know I don't that really in New know. New Jersey it is legal to marry a blood relative. They don't have any incest laws. They don't have them here either or they don't they don't they don't blood test you before you get married because in when I got married, we were going to get married in Florida and they said, "Oh, if you get married in Florida, you have to do like a DNA test to show that you're not related before you can get married and that was all that was the plan that was the plan was we were gonna go do our you know dna testing and everything like that but then um here in ohio they don't they don't have those you could literally just go to the courthouse and you know sign a paper for 50 dollars. you're married you know okay so i don't know know. anywho she fucked her brother she's a a brother fucker and fucker and that's what emily calls her emily continues to call her that yeah over and over again which is hilarious because the way she says it is just phenomenal yeah exactly and it's funny to say but it's said very affectionately yes like there's not judgment in it she's actually quite impressed she's yeah it's just like calling you my bitch right hey you bitch like it's not mean it doesn't it's not hurtful it's just funny because you are a bitch no i'm kidding (laughs) you're like yeah i can't it's true there's no there's no defending that (laughs) let's move on Then, now that my cuntiness is out into the world. I mean, I didn't go that far, but you, you said it. So. Anyway, so then Emily uh, calls Steph again and wants her to pick up Nick because Sean is in London. His mother has broken her hip. Right. And and Emily has had a like a big work emergency come up and she's just stuck at work and there's no way she's going to be free anytime soon. Could you just please get Nikki? And, of course, you know, Steph is just happy to be needed. And that was kind of the feeling I got from Steph for most of the movie. Is she just wanted just to be accepted. so happy to have a friend. Yeah. Like, it's so sad that she's so desperately lonely. Like, she really just wants a friend. And so she's willing to do whatever for Emily because Emily is her friend. Yes. So she picks Nikki up and brings him home with Miles and everything's cool. They have a play date. They have dinner. And, and then, then she's texting, just she's checking like, in. Yeah, Should I give Nikki a bath? Like, like, what do you want me to do? What's it's going like on now? Ten thirty. Like, what's happening? Right. So then, you know, finally, she can't get a hold of Emily, so she reaches out to Sean, who is still in. Doesn't she London? Doesn't she? Um, she calls work first, right? She calls yes. Emily at work first, yes. and the assistants like. She's oh, in Miami. she's in Miami. She's not going to be back for a couple of days. And Steph's like, um, what? Couple of days? I'm watching her kid. She never told me that. And the assistant totally just, like, blows her Can off. Can you mean to leave like, a message? Oh, that's sorry. I'll leave a message if you want me to. You know, she's like, I can't get hold of her. She's not responding. She's not answering calls. She's not responding to her texts. Right. Like, I have her kid. What the hell? And the assistant's just kind of like, I'll just tell her you called. Okay, thanks. 
Well, I mean, when you think about her job position, they don't really give a fuck about what's happening outside, yeah, outside of her of life. Bubble. Yeah, it, it's not, it's none of their concern. There's nothing that they can do about it. Yeah. So, um, then, like, after Nikki has been with her for, like, two days, she calls Sean. Right. And Sean is, like, kind of surprised, but not really. He's like, yeah, she does this every once in a while. I'll come home and get Nikki and and we'll take care of it. Like, he's not super worried either. He's like, yeah, every once in a while, she, you know, once she's got somebody good to take care of Nikki, she'll just flake out for a couple days and disappear and she'll come back. She's done this before. I can't believe she's doing it again, but I'll come home and we'll sort it out. So he comes by, he picks up. He tries to pick up Nikki, and then that's when Stephanie is like, oh, well, you know, some of the moms are saying that because it's been so long, we should call the cops. Right. Like, and he was like, all right, fine, let's let's go ahead and call the cops. So they call yeah. the cops. Cops instantly are accusing Sean. They're asking him all kinds of questions. Insinuating. Like, they're not yes. accusing, but they're definitely insinuating, well, right. where were her? Where were you? Did you have an argument? Is there anyone else she could be with? Is right. there a friend she's staying with? Exactly. And, you know, then it was kind of cute because then Steph gets all hot. Defensive. Like, He's a fantastic husband and father. How dare you accuse him? They have a very good relationship. I've seen it with my own eyes. They have more chemistry than a high school science fair. Yeah. Which Boom. Is adorable. I know. Yes. So the cops leave. It's like 1.30 in the morning. She's like, if you want, we've got a pull-out couch. You could just stay here. So he stays the night. She gets up the next morning. He's making the kids smoothies. Hangover smoothies. Yes. Which is hilarious. But he's making the kids smoothies. Um, then they go to school. And the next thing we see is Steph doing her vlog. With and the hangover she's, smoothie. She's doing the hangover smoothie recipe. She's um, like, it's so hard to get kids to eat their vegetables. But yeah, because there's like a full <laughs> serving of vegetables in these hangover <laughs> smoothies. And they love them. Which I highly doubt because they were green. Yes. Like, there's no way the kids are just going to drink something green. Exactly. It's I agree not how that. that one works. I know. I, I thought <clears throat> they, I thought the same thing when I saw it. I was like, um, but that's green. Yeah, that's very green. My children are not going to. Mm. They're going to be instantly sus of that. Right? Like, they won't do it. Well, and then when they said flat out that there were there was a full serving of vegetables, like, the kids just sat there still drinking, looking well, at them like. like, sort of whispered it to her, like, oh, there's a full <sighs> serving of vegetables. And then she drank it, and you could tell she didn't like it. She's like, mm, let's get ready for school. Yep. So she's doing her vlog, and she's, you know, filling everybody in on what's going on. Um, and do they have the tip on the car at this point or no? Not yet. This is where it comes in, though, is, like, shortly after this. And she does say, you know, the police are on it, so if you have any, you know, um, idea what it is. Oh, yes, she does. She knows about the car. Mm-hmm. because of the police and then she gives the license plate number and yes. she says if you've seen this car with this license plate number it's, it's white. white kia yep yeah. and uh just Did they show the picture she showed is that has she found the picture yet not yet okay because okay. she hasn't she hasn't gone to her office to look for her i can't i don't even think i wrote that down i didn't write it down i literally have just been i mean i it was such a good movie i really did watch closely um and I really liked it. I, I liked 
everything about it, um, the twists and turns that mm-hmm. were, like, kind of popping up. It was really good. Yeah, it was. It was really great. So, like, at this point here, you know, she's, depending on her viewers, and she's, like, they're, she's starting to get more viewers, mm-hmm. yeah, more they're, subscribers. They're, they're starting to, they're seeing this. You yeah, know, red flag. Loves a car crash. Right. So they're like tuning in to see what the fuck's going on with this Emily situation. Exactly. So then she gets an email and it's like, hey, I live in Michigan. Love your show. But I just want to let you know I saw that car out by Lake, whatever, whatever. Yeah. She was at the there gas station. There was a gas station. station. Yeah. This beautiful woman that did not look like she should be in a Kia. Basically. And I made note that she doesn't look like she's from around here. Yes, which means. She's very fancy. Right. <laughs> so. Michigan. See, I've only been to Michigan once, and I literally only went to the Detroit Detroit airport. Like, that's it. Oh, I grew up in Michigan, and it's it's nice. It's a good place. I loved it there. I'd love to go back sometime, but, yeah, it's Shiloh's not really a necessarily fancy. I, right. I was an unwilling defector. Mom went to school, so, in Kentucky, so I went with. I was, in a, I was getting ready to be a freshman, so I was part of the baggage that moved to Kentucky. <laughs> Goodness. And it was not a bad thing because that's where I met Jeremy. So yes. Yeah, it worked. And anyway, we know you guys aren't relatives. So yeah, exactly. We are not related. He's from Kansas. I'm from Michigan. We are not siblings. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. Anyway. No holla holla. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, um, but before that, we have to back up just a little bit because she does end up going to Emily's work. Which is really funny. Yes. Because she goes to Emily's job at this fashion company. Dylan. So she's got no. a. She's Darren, got a. Darren. I don't Darren know. Darren Nylon. Something. Something like that. But she, she pulls out this like vintage scarf that her aunt, her yeah. great aunt gave her. Yeah. And she's wearing it in like a giant bow around her right. neck, she's which looks trying to be, ridiculous. She's trying to be fancy and she's just not fancy. She's not fancy. No. So she can't really pull it off, but she's trying. So she goes and there's like this whole thing with the receptionist where she goes and tries to talk to the receptionist and the receptionist is like staring right at her and, and answering, answering these the calls. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah. Dylan Nylon, please hold. Dylan Nylon, please hold. How can I direct your call? And Stephanie's like trying to talk to her because she's like looking at her and she just keeps answering the phone. And so Stephanie's like, I, I mean, she's like trying to tell the situation and finally, she just gets fed up and yes. just hangs up the phone and is like, listen to me. Here's what's going on. I need to talk to whatever his name is. Dylan? Darren? I can't remember. I Something can't. with a D in the I last name is Nylon. I didn't um, write it down. She's like, I need to talk to him. And, you know, of course, the girl's getting sassy and it's like, well, he's, he's not, here. not here. And she's like, well, I'll wait for him. So she sits down to wait. And it's like these backless benches. And so she goes to lean back, and she almost tips over. So then she takes it, and the whole time she's maintaining eye contact <laughs> with the assistant, or the receptionist. So she just takes the bench and, like, scoots it back so she can lean against the wall. And she's trying to be, like, poised and Watching cross her legs you. and all that. But it's hilarious. It's great. It's really great. It's a good scene. That whole scene is great because then she ends up finding the owner of the company, this d- big designer. He comes out, and he gives her shit for her... For her vintage scarf that she's wearing. And he's like, if you're going to wear a vintage whatever it is. Hermes. like It's a vintage Hermes scarf. You shouldn't be wearing it with a Gap, Gap t-shirt. Gap t-shirt. Oh, and he, like, my immediately God. takes the scarf and is, like, trying to redo it. Yes. Like, get off. Um, yeah. 
And he's not being very helpful either. Nobody seems to know where the fuck Emily is. Nobody right. really seems to care. Nope. So Well, she... and they all make it known that Emily does this from time to time, first of all, so it's not out of the norm. Mm-hmm. And second of all, she lives an extremely private life. Nobody knows what Nobody Emily knows does. Nobody knows shit about her. Even right. her husband, as it, as it comes out, doesn't know a lot about he her. He knows very little about her. Um, and my third so... class, guys. So fucking good. It's delicious. This is the best one ever. It's like creamy and... It's very chocolatey and you can really only taste the alcohol like after. You get that little bit yes. of a burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I could probably warm this up. Can you serve this warm? Does it I say on it there? It says serve chilled. Because I feel Best like... serve chilled within six months of opening. So, ew. Shake, oh, shake well and do not mix with acidic drinks. Because it does actually have... Um, dairy cream in it so it's actually it's grape wine with dairy cream Ooh, so it could curd yeah curdle. It could curdle if you put it with too much drop some lemon in there and you got like buttermilk chunks <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> we did a science experiment like that one time nope <laughs> that's denatures nope. and protein <laughs> disgusting no i definitely could drink this hot like this would be an amazing adult hot beverage with a little Ooh, bit like of whipped a hot cream chocolate? yes Ooh, put some whipped yes yes oh, lisa i'm getting some of this for the next time we hang out girl right this is dip night just got an upgrade anyway dip night dip night dip night yeah it's a whole thing we'll talk about it later <laughs> Although, we were at the grocery store today, and there was no cream cheese. Because it's... How can you have dip night without cream cheese? It's the Super Bowl. I know, it is It's the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl so hopefully... in Ohio. Every dish has cream cheese, okay? Like, I'm not from Ohio, and, like, literally, Ohioans run the store down for shit like that. Like, they do. I mean... They really do. You're talking cans of the Skyline Chili oh, dip Skyline is gone, chili. because yeah. they're gonna make the... The Skyline Chili The Gold dip. Star Chili dip with Skyline substitute, <laughs> because nobody really likes Gold Star Chili, but they love that concept of the chili, the cream cheese, and the cheese on, like chips and let's be honest who wouldn't it's amazing it's really good you stick and that shit in the really oven like, i do not it's like good. i'm gonna make a confession guys because i've had two and a half glasses <laughs> of this 14 percent one confession time i'm not necessarily a big fan of cincinnati chili you know tony isn't either like i think it'd be okay in a dip oh god and there goes the wine that's it that's the last of it 36 minutes and we killed the <laughs> bottle see i like skyline I, I, I like Skyline, but I can only do if it's, like, the bil- the bean and chili mix. I don't mm. like it straight chili. And I – what is chili with spaghetti noodles? <laughs> what we, is that shit? It's now, disgusting. Growing up, we used to do chili mac that was chili with elbow macaroni. But your chili – it was, like, chunky, chunky. chili. It wasn't yes. this, like, soup, soup stuff. Right, that, yeah. right. But that's why I'm saying, like, I can only do it if it's the bean and chili mix because then it, it's not as soupy. Mm-hmm. But if it's just that chili mix, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like what is this? Yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to do it's like with this. It's like 90% water. Yeah, I don't know. It's a whole thing, but it, we have... And I heard they add chocolate to it. Yeah, they do. And cinnamon. What is that? And cinnamon. What is that? That's Cincinnati chili. That's what they do. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway... <laughs> Wow, did we get off topic there. Like, I digress. Wow, we are so miles off. <laughs> Blame the line. Blame the line. Anyway, so. She goes to the job. Yeah. She's <laughs> getting chastised by the boss. And he's like, Ugh. You need to leave. Get out of here. 
Yes. And she's like, mm, okay. But then she sees Emily's office. Right. Because her name is on the door. And so she decides she's going to sneak up there and look around. So she does this very awkward sneak, which is yes. so funny because she just is so awkward so well. Yes. And she and does she that. She does that's, it fantastically. That's like the cornerstone of her characters in every film and mm-hmm. everything. An she's endearing awkward. Yes. It's true. And yep. so she follows this guy that's holding, like, a bunch of clothes. Bags. Yes, exactly. And he's going upstairs. And, and she's kind of walking next to him to be hidden. Right. And so she finally finds Emily's office and sneaks in. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, trying but, to... <laughs> but first the guy's, like... Somebody calls that guy and it's like, did you remember the shirts? And he's like, oh, crap. So he turns around and she's just, like, standing there exposed. And, of course, it's all very open... And Everything is glass. Like, uh, uh, and All the like, offices are glass windowed, so you can see right into them, and they yep. can see right out to you. So yep. she's like panicking, like "Holy yeah. fuck, where Everything do I go?" Yes. Yeah, so she like kind of awkwardly stands there, like "Oh," and then she sneaks into the office, and of course, like everything in the office is glass. The walls right. are glass. The desk is made of glass. Yes. Like everything's glass. So somebody's walking by, and she tries to hide. So she gets down under the desk. And tries to hide behind this little, like, two-drawer filing cabinet. And while she's under there, she looks up and she sees something hidden under Emily's, like, whatever, desk calendar, desk blotter, whatever it is on her desk. This thing, the mat. Yeah, the mat. Yeah. So it's a picture of what looks like Emily. Right. But she looks real rough. And it says, gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what? And so Stephanie takes it, and she's sneaking out, and Dylan or whoever the hell sees her. Gotta look this up now because yeah. you're I just swear it's you're Dylan? just butchering this shit. Go on, continue not, with the I think story. It's Dylan. It's either Dylan or Darren. I'm about eighty five percent sure. Did I write it down? I may have written it down. Oh my god. Anyway, so um. Sees her, and he's like... Dennis Nylon. Dennis. I knew it was a D. I knew it was a D. I had that much. Um, so he sees her, and one of his, like, flunkies grabs her arm, and she she's, like, panicking, but she remembers something that... Emily said. Emily says, which right. is, you, you know, she gets off the phone with Dennis, where she's just like... I'm at home. Go fuck yourself. Right. Don't ever call me again. Take a goddamn pill. Yeah. Chill out and don't fucking call me at home again. Right. So, yeah. And, and, you know, of course, Steph is like, oh, my God, you talk to your boss that way? And she's like, you have to show the ones that are in power that kind of an attitude or they will fuck you in the face. Yes. Those are her exact her exact words. They will fuck you in the, the face. In the face. So she remembers that. And she steps up. And she says, if you don't get she, this little Barbie, this Ken wannabe. Yeah, this little Ken doll's oh hands off me. I'm going to, what was it? She's going to tell all of her moms. On her vlog. Because her she mom. runs a very successful vlog. And yeah. if moms stop buying her clothes, or His their clothes, clothes then, yeah. you know, let's be real. Moms, you know. Moms you are a force to be reckoned right. with, basically. And he's like, oh. He's like, first of all, because she said something about the the cheap clothes made by Indonesian children. Children. And he says he's they're like, made by first teenagers. of all, they're made by some other nationality. Thai, Thailand, Taiwanese. Taiwanese teenagers. Right. Or something. It may not have been Taiwanese, but the point is. Something like very that. Very close. 
you know, and so, like, the whole thing. But he's and, trying to, like, make it better, and the whole time, like, and she, he's, like, going point one, point two, and as he gets to point three, she's like, yeah, this was fun, and she just walks away from him. And, yeah, she's walking away. Fantastic. Like, there better not be a bruise. Yeah, you better hope, you better pray, you better there's, pray there's, there's not a bruise. bruise. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yes, step. So now she has a picture. So I think that is when she's talking on her blog, and she has somehow gotten a hold of the information that it's a white Kia she has the license plate number. She did some digging is she what she said. She did says. some digging to get the license plate number because they were talking with the detective. Right. And that's how they found out that it's a white Kia. But she did some digging and she got the plate number. So she right. puts it out there on the vlog. She's like, here's the plate number. Here's what she looks like. You know, if anybody sees anything, just let us know. Like, So let's... then she gets that email that says, we saw this woman in Michigan. She didn't look like she fit in, blah, blah, blah. So Stephanie gives that information to the police. And lo and behold, it's Emily. Yep. They find her body in, in the lake. The lake yes. And she is dead. She is dead. And so that's when you start to see kind of like Sean and Stephanie become a little bit more close mm. because Stephanie is helping Sean out at the house With and Nikki and cooking them dinner and just trying to help keep things kind of on an even keel because for them. she knows what they're going through. Right. Yeah. I, she's I feel been like through it. she's trying to help ease their grief in whatever way right. she can make things smoother for them. So they have the funeral. And then and Dennis is at the funeral, and you can see him looking like he keeps looking at stuff. Like yes, he's like looking at <laughs> because stuff is standing next to Sean, Sean, and Nikki, and of course Miles is right there too, and you know she's like right up front, um, and he's like watching them and he's looking at them, and um, so then after the funeral is the reception, and after the reception. Oh, but somewhere in there, I think even before then, is when Nikki says um, he's seen his mom. No. Because after the reception, when she tucks him in, isn't that when she sees the bracelet? Yes, that's when she sees the bracelet. And he does say, he's my said, mom gave it to me. Yeah, my mom But he doesn't gave it say when. He just right. says, my mom but gave it to me. But I think that night at dinner is when they, when he says he sees her. It's only after, it's after sean and stephanie sleep together so they sleep together it's this amazing passionate embrace and whatever and then well the next day after that because it was a hot scene after the reception of the funeral yes and jeremy and i jeremy watched this with me and so you know like they go into his did you give him permission to have a hot and sexy torrid affair after you've been oh, no, laid to rest not. were you like jeremy Bitch, immediately pound somebody afterwards your life you are what? not getting with my best friend what no no, no no not with me definitely not no thanks i'm yeah. good i'm good i'm so, good no, no but i gave tony permission years ago i'm like if i die first you feel free no nope. just, just go Mm-mm. just go to town Mm-mm. but you ain't getting none of my money <laughs> These, no, these are the parameters. I didn't withhold permission, but I didn't really give it either. You mm. make let him make up his mind. Exactly. He's an independent woman. He is a strong, <laughs> independent man, and he don't need no woman telling him if he can have a relationship or not. Anyway, um, so <laughs> Steph te- tucks the boys into bed, and she tucks Miles in, and she, you know, gives him a kiss, and. And then Nikki's like, well, can I have a kiss too? And she's like, oh, sweetie, of course. Yep. And so she goes over and she gives him a kiss and she sees the bracelet she yes. had made. 
because Steph is secretly 12 years old. She has made... She did a whole episode on yes, friendship. Yes, on making friendship. Yeah, Yeah, friendships and making friendship bracelets. And she made Emily a friendship bracelet. And she gave it to her and she's like, I thought this would just look so good with that pinstripe, pinstripe suit, suit you were yes. wearing the other day. So she gives her the friendship bracelet and she sees it sitting next to Nikki's bed. So she takes it and she goes back into... This is after he says he's seen Nikki because yeah. she goes back into Sean's room to talk to him, and she's like, "And that's where they have I that think whole he conversation." Really has seen her. Yes. she he reeks of her perfume. I found this bracelet that he gave her. Well, like, and what is going on? She's had this conversation with the police too. That the police have said, you know, well, did you know that Sean pulled out a four million dollar yeah. life insurance just policy? Taken out these massive life insurance policies on each other. Well, right they didn't say each other. He said. Did. Okay, because he said, did you know that he took out a life insurance policy on her for $4 million. And then when she talks to Sean about it, he says, yeah, it was because of you after Emily said that you were living on your spouse's life insurance. She thought it was a good idea if we both took out big policies. And I have to say it's probably the most responsible thing we've ever done. So, anyway. And then he also says that the threesome was a lie and that Emily was a huge, like, like a compulsive liar. liar. Right. Yes. So, um, but to back up. Then so she goes like, in to talk to me. him about this. And, you know, they're like hugging. And of course, we all know how that goes. Hugging turns into more than hugging. And then, like, it's a hot, sexy scene. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I but yes. Do this. No, but yes. And no. then she does it. No, yeah. And Jeremy was, I was like, what is it with her and funerals? And Jeremy was like, oh, I just said in my head, good girl. And then she went for it. I, like, oh, I thought she was going to be strong. But nope, they banged. They totally banged. He ate her out and everything. It was amazing. Um, so, yeah. And then, so then he convinces her that, you know, Emily's a, a compulsive liar, that they took out the you know, life insurance because that was, you know, under her influence. Like, that was the most responsible thing they'd ever done. Um, you also find out that the autopsy report showed that she, Emily, was... Heavy, she had severe liver damage from heavy right. drinking. Which we could see because there were a lot of martinis. Mm -hmm. But also she had needle tracks on her arms and between her toes. Yes. And did you know she was a heroin user? Correct. And Steph is like, um, uh, no. No. And also, like, where do you even get heroin around here? What well, why would you go to, why, why would, would you go, you go to, to Michigan, Michigan? when right. you can get perfectly good heroin in Connecticut? Or so I've heard. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Just, Awkward. you know, yeah. Which, that's also funny because she's very awkward with dealing with the police. <laughs> like, she's just so awkward. I love He's her. He's like, you've never dealt with the police before, have you? And she's like, no. Yeah, well, she's not really. But she also flashes back to the scene when the police come to her door to right. tell her that her right. husband and her brother are dead. Um, so then. Um, They're in the car. The kids are in the car. She's got her mind at ease oh, because yes. Sean says, oh, you know, he, uh, Emily must have given Miles that bracelet after you gave it yeah, to her. He's like, no offense, There's no but way. she would not have worn that. Right. She would have gotten rid of that immediately. She probably gave it to him as soon as you walked away. So the kids are in the car and then all of a sudden Miles pulls out no, this. Nikki. Nikki, sorry. Nikki, Nikki yeah. pulls out this, 
you know, manila envelope and says, my mom told me to give this to you. And then they almost go into a car accident. Yeah. Look at the snow. It's fucking snowing. Yeah. Like there is no snow on the forecast, but like the windshield of the truck is covered. Like it is white. What the actual fuck? This is a bad time for that. Yes, it is. Because everybody's going to be drunky coming home from the Super Bowl. I got an extra bed. (laughs) I will be fine. I'm more worried about the absolutely blitzed people coming home from the Super Bowl. Right. They like, closed, I know some they closed of them that have, schools. Yeah. Oh, for some sure. My kids are off tomorrow. I get a two-hour delay tomorrow. <laughs> I don't have to work till 11. Are you serious? I am serious. We were gonna, um, my boss is a huge football and Bengals fan, and so is the office manager, and so is pretty much everybody at the office, except for me. Um, and so we were going to be closed tomorrow, but because we had to be closed last Thursday for the ice storm... We only get a two-hour delay. But, you know, we got some time to work through those hangovers. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. So we get a two-hour delay tomorrow. The kids God, the Super Bowl. So, yes, then... Um, so she almost gets into a car accident because, because she's... Because she's super she's, freaked out. Yes, she's extremely p- freaked out. The, the envelope contained a picture of her... With her husband. Her, her, her family. Yeah. Yeah. And it had the... It has her... And her brother and her husband with like lines connecting them, and then this underneath brother it says brother fucker. fucker. Yes, and she's like she about wrecks the car. Um, then she gets a phone call, um, and it's Emily. Well, the first phone call is a telemarketer. The second phone call, she thinks it's also going to be that telemarketer, and then it's Emily, and she's like you know, kiss my husband for me, kiss him four million times, yeah. you know, and then. That's when she we goes find out about the life insurance and all of that. Well, and um, then she flashes back to what happened between her husband and her brother and her, and how she blames herself. Yes. For for their, for for their, their death. Deaths. Yeah, because they both died in the same right. car accident, and you find out that uh, Stephanie's husband was fighting with the idea that Miles may not be his. And yes. he's coming to this whole, like, he well, says, he sees, is Miles mine or not? He's inside, and he sees Stephanie holding Miles, and she's talking to her brother, but it's, they're and then he close, hands, and she, like, yeah. touches him, and, you know, he, like, the husband, like, raps on the window, and she goes inside, and he's like, what is the deal with you and your brother? Like, right. you know, and she's like, oh, that's disgusting, and she's, he's like, you treat him more like a lover than a brother, and she's like, Ugh. That's just disgusting. That's so gross. And she's like, you know, and then then the husband is like, is Miles mine or not? So, and that's honestly what I thought when it showed her and her brother getting freaky was like, ooh, I wonder if that's where Miles came from. See, but I didn't think that like, because that she said she was like 18 when, that was my very when her first dad thought. died. She was a teenager. So, yeah. I mean, well, she, she was very young. Like a teenager, but I was still just like, No, ooh. because... They used the same person. Of course, they didn't yeah. do any kind of like, yeah, de aging or no. another actress or anything. Right. Like that. Yeah, but I, I mean, I did have that thought. Um, so there is some gray area as to whether or not they continued Miles that bingity bingity relationship or her brothers. Well, it seemed like they did, just from the way that like, you know, you can tell they're standing a little too close. She's kind of caressing his shoulder as they're talking. Like, but that doesn't mean they continued the relationship. That yeah. just means that they are Even abnormally they... close for brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't fuck anymore, but they're still. Maybe it's just third base. 
you know. <laughs> anyway. Hide the sausage. Yeah. Um, Davis is her it's husband. Just, so It's just oral. It's just oral. It doesn't count. Um, So Davis, her husband, and her brother get into this car. Which is a sweet car. Yeah. Like a classic muscle car. It's really bad. Right. And they're like, oh, we're just going to go for a drive and talk things over. And, you know. we'll be back. Yeah. And the husband gets in the car. He's driving. And the brother's, like, kind of, like, giving her hand signals. Like, it's cool. It's cool. And he gets into a car, into the car, and, like, they crash the car and they both die. So then you find out that this is actually a flashback within a flashback of Stephanie telling Emily the story of why she blames herself for both her brother and And her her husband dying. And she says, you know, I miss him. And she goes, your brother or your husband? And she goes, both. Both of them. I miss them both. It's my fault. I, I killed them. And Emily's like, nope. Nope, don't do this. Don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. And then Emily and Stephanie kiss. Yes. And it's the most awkward, like, it looks natural and then it goes to this awkward and then, you know, Stephanie's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. And then this is where Stephanie starts kind of trying to figure it out for herself. And she, you know, confronts Sean and she's like, I spoke to Emily. And Sean tells her, Emily used to keep some, you know, Vicodin or not Vicodin. Um, Xanax. Xanax in the bathroom cabinet. So why don't you take one or two? Just take two. Right. And, and so. Stop being so paranoid. Right. Basically. And so then she's going through, you know, this. She's looking at a piece of art and she's trying to pull it out of the frame. And that's when she finds well, the name. Well, but first we got a, the piece of art is, it's like a naked picture of Emily. There's that, two pieces of art. Mm-mm. No, that, it's the same one. No, it's, it's not. Yes, it's it is. a different it's the one. one she took and put in the. Yes. In the closet. In the closet. That's yeah. the naked one. So she she's, at the beginning, there's like this naked picture of Emily hanging like a painting on the wall. And she's like, oh my. And she's like, yeah, I used to dye my hair. You know, that's me. I was dating this painter and we thought that they would really be somebody. And then they ended up not doing anything. So I kept the, pa- I stole the painting. Um, but, you know, I just always kept it just in case they ever became somebody and it would be worth money. But they never did. So the first thing, really, that um, Stephanie does when Emily is dead is take that painting down, and she takes it and puts it in Emily's closet. Right. You're right. It is that painting. And so she looks at it, and she finds the name Diana Highland, and that's the artist. And she goes, and she calls Sean, and she's like, you know what? You were right. I think I need to take some time. This is all part of the grieving process. Mm-hmm. I left the boys with so-and-so. Maybe They'll you need to take time. You need to take a couple days. Right. We all just need to think about this. So um, she goes and finds this painter. This is Diana Highland. Which is a whole hilarious thing. It's Linda. Oh, my God. Um, how do you say her last She's name? fantastic. Can- Kendall Arisi? I don't know how to say her She's name. fantastic. She does such a good job. Like, the whole. Cardellini. The whole time, I just. like Linda Cardellini. I want is... a spinoff of just that character. Oh, she's Like, hilarious. I do. I she's want a spinoff. She's so good, though. She was in Freaks and Geeks. Yes. She was in, have you ever seen Grandma's Boy? Tell yes, me. I loved Grandma's oh, Boy. Hello. Grandma's Boy. If you haven't seen Grandma's Boy, see Grandma's Boy. She's in that. Antiques really Roadshow? Yes. She's so good. Um, 
so you're so good you're gonna break the game yeah. <laughs> i love that poopy. Beep, beep, beep. Yes. I, I am a robot robot. vagina <laughs> why we're friends oh my god Ugh. so watch that but anyway she plays this this painter who and used to be super great on the verge of you know just stardom yeah. yes and then she meets emily but we find out that her name was not emily that it was claudia and claudia and her had this like amazing affair. affair yes they loved each other or you know, Diana loved her Diana was wholeheartedly, with her. and that's all she could paint was all she could paint. All she was drawing all the time. It was just Emily, oh, and well, it ruined Claudia, her career. All, yeah, she's mm-hmm. like in the. I paid for Emily's school. I paid for all her debts. And what does she do? She up and leaves me. She She disappears. She takes all my money and disappears. Right. And now all I can paint and draw is these stupid knives. Yes. She's like, they're actually pretty good, but who wants to buy a picture of a knife? Right, yeah. And Stephanie's like, well, they're really good. And people are just jealous of you, like, trying to soften the blow. she's like, you know, Diana's like, you know how I would paint you? And this is, like, while she's playing with this this knife. knife. And I was like, oh, shit. She's like... I would beautify you and stuff's like, huh? And she's like, like a saint. I would paint you like a saint. Yes. And she's like, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> and she's like, it's a good thing. Saints are popular. Right. So then she, you know, Stephanie's like, well, you know, do you know anything about her? Like, and yeah, what's Diana gives with Michigan? her. Why would she go to Michigan? So Diana gives her this box of crap that was left behind by Claudia. And she's like, this is all, this is all. But if you go down that road... I promise you. Yeah, you're not gonna like what you find. Right. It's it's gonna be bad. Um, so they end up. At, she ends up at this Jesus so, camp. Yeah, she finds she finds this T-shirt for this camp on Squaw, Squaw Lake, Lake in Michigan. So do you know that place? Did you go to Squaw Lake? Jesus I did not camp? go to Jesus camp. I have never been to Jesus camp. I loved. I've been to Girl Scout camp. I did some great Girl Scout camps in Michigan, but I, I've never been to Jesus camp. I absolutely loved the camp they counselors. Burned me at the stake. <laughs> I loved the camp counselors, and they were like, we've saved hundreds of little souls here. And I was like, I wrote down Jesus Camp, even before I knew the name of the camp. So then you find out that there is a set of twins, Hope and Faith. Yeah, and we've kind of passed over some stuff about, you know, Sean wants her to move in. He's been talking about, this is all before they take their little break. Yeah. He wants her to move in. She, she does. Him. She moves in. Yes. And that's when the clothes disappear from the closet yes. and then they well, magically they reappear. Don't disappear. No. She takes all the she clothes takes out of the closet. Right. She's taking out shoes and she finds in a shoebox a gun and she's like freaked out by this gun and she's holding it by like the tips of her finger and she goes to put it in this drawer and she opens the drawer and there's a, a dildo, dildo in the yeah. Door, and she's like, oh my god. And yes. she like throws a gun in and slams the door. It's yep. a whole thing. So she moves all of Emily's stuff out and they're moving her stuff in and she goes up with a bunch of clothes to put them in the closet and all of Emily's stuff is back in the closet just the way she had had it. Right. So that is when Steph is like really freaked out. She's like, Emily is alive. I have to find out what the hell is going on. Like, what is happening? 
Well, after that is then when she gets the phone call because at yes. first she thinks she's going crazy she's and then she gets crazy. that phone call. Yes. And, like, and now here we are after happening. she discovers Diana and we're at this Jesus camp. And that's where she says, oh, you know, my son would absolutely love it here. Do you have any yearbooks? I judge camps by the smiling faces yeah, in I the photos. See the, you know, the best judge, of the best review of a camp is the smiling campers to see if everyone's happy. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got some in the basement. So she goes in the basement and she's looking through yearbooks and she finds um, these pictures of twins, Hope, Hope and, and Faith, Faith McClendon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, then she finds out who the parents are by calling and saying that they're doing like a 50th anniversary thing for the, you know, the camp and blah, blah, blah. Because the McClendons donated a bunch of money to the camp. Right. That's where she gets that name. And she's like, okay. Well, I mean, she sees Hope and Faith McLean, and then on the back of the book, she's like, oh, generous donation from the McClendon family. And she's like, aha. So then she finds out where the McClendons are, calls, finds out, you know, that apparently during the conversation they needed, you know, something was dirty. So she dresses up like a house cleaner. Uh-huh. Which, who the fuck wears heels to go clean a house? I know, that's house? exactly what I told yes. you. She's wearing, like, wedges. Yes. And I was like, like corked nobody wedges, cleans a house right? in cork wedges. Right? I mean, <laughs> if, I told Jeremy. if Sonia showed up to my house wearing corked wedges, I would be like, oh, what, what are, are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> what is happening? You You're kinda fired. And jeans. Like, You're tight fired. jeans, cork wedges. And I was like, mm, no. Well, in the way that she identifies that she's a house cleaner, she's A, holding buckets and mops, but then she's got this, like you know scarf like, like a, tying up her hair yes yeah, it's like, like a little headband kind of a thing right yeah like that was her way of being like look at me i'm so you know i'm so cute i'm a cleaner like yeah. no that doesn't make you a cleaner right yep so she goes to the house and you know when she's on the phone she talks to mrs mcclandon and mrs mcclandon is talking Crazy. to someone named bruce and that's when she's like, I don't want to go back to my chair. It's it's filthy in here. I told you it was filthy. And, and then the phone hangs up. And so that's where she gets the cleaning lady idea. Um, so she shows up as Bruce is leaving. Yes. And he looks like he's, you know, he's kind of a, a white trash hunter. Yeah, like he's carrying a gun. He's driving this beat up old truck. He's leaving. And she's, you know, she's kind of staying hidden from him. And she's like, be gone for a while, Bruce. You know, in her quietly yep so she goes and rings the doorbell and miss mcclandon answers the door and is just kind of like you know steph is like bruce hired me to give your house a good cleaning i'm gonna get it all nice and clean for you you know and then miss mcclandon shuts the door and emily or steph is like well shit and then she like opens the door and lets her in and is like start in the upstairs bathroom and I love when she's scrubbing the bathroom and there's, like, this, this Jesus yeah, hanging this on Jesus the wall. Jesus hanging on the wall. And he's minus the crucifix, but he's in that position. Yeah, he's in the crucified position. Yes. He's and like she's like, Jesus. She's like, it's not lying if I'm actually cleaning. <laughs> she keeps looking at him and finally she's just like, it's not lying if I'm actually cleaning. So then she goes through and she's looking at the photos on the wall and she sees the pictures of the twins and she goes down to Mrs. McClendon and she says, oh, I noticed, you know, the pictures of your what children. What daughters you have. Yes. Yeah. And then she was like, well, you know, she says something about how Faith is, you know, came straight from hell. Yeah. And Hope was a born liar. Yeah. And then 
she asked Stephanie if she had children. And she's like, yes, absolutely. Because, you know, Stephanie says, oh, well, that's harsh to say that your child was straight from hell. And she's like, well, you don't have children, do you? And she's like, no, actually, I do have a child. And I love every minute She of goes, being a you mother. must be brain damaged. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I love every minute of being a mother. And, and Miss McClandon is like, well, then you must have brain damage. And she talks about it a little bit. Miss McLean obviously has some mental issues. She's right. apparently quite a drunk because she's like digging through oh for my her, God. her alcohol stash. She says, oh no, this is the gin. I'm looking for the rum or whatever it is. Yeah. And she's like, it must be behind the Emily Platt. The Sylvia Platt. The Sylvia Platt. The there. bell jar. The yes, suicidal yes, writer. Yes. Like, which I thought that was kind of funny. Um, so she's drinking and they're they're kind of talking and, you know, Steph is trying to find out what the hell's going on, and then she says something about the fire, and Miss McClain is like, oh, are you an insurance adjuster? We've been trying to get the insurance adjusters out here to take care of this forever. Um, you know, the fire that destroyed the West Wing, and apparently when the girls, Hope and Faith, were teenagers, there was a fire that destroyed the West right. Wing of the house and killed their father. And that night, both of the girls disappeared. That was the last anybody saw of the girls, and the dad was dead. Um, so then, you know, Bruce walks in. Yeah. And interrupts them. And she's like, oh, okay, thanks, Mrs. McClendon. I'll she get that right away. She grabs a catalog off of, the, uh, off of the table. And it's like, okay, I'll get that ordering for you. It was a white suit and a beige blouse i'll get that for you right away you'll have it soon and bruce just starts following her out the door and he's chasing her down with his truck and he beats her to the gate because he obviously is the groundskeeper right and knows the, the entire practice yep. or property standing in front of it with his gun <laughs> and she's like oh fuck now what do i do and so he comes and he, like, knocks on the window with his gun. And she rolls the window down. And he's like, you can't leave. And she's like, oh, no. And he's like, no, I wanted to place an order for that blue blazer. Extra, Extra large. large. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. I'll do that for you. The next part is, like, one of my favorite scenes in the movie where she's in that hotel. And yes. she records a vlog. Yep. She does a vlog on the road. And she's like, I'm trying to find out what happened some to closure. I need some closure, blah, blah, blah. So she's dropping. She's like, I'm in Michigan. And she's, like, dropping all these kind of hints. Know, hints. And she hints. says, did you know that Emily had a middle name and it was Claudia? Isn't Emily Claudia. Pretty? I didn't know that was her name. And yeah. then she also says something about the camp. And she says something about, you know. She's like, Emily, wherever you are, I hope that, that you, you have hear faith. this. And I have faith that you're gonna, you know, hear what I'm telling you. Right. And so then it cuts to Emily on her laptop in another hotel room watching this and just being like, God damn it, brother fucker. Yes. She's like so pissed. And I, I wrote down good job, Stephanie, because <laughs> I, I really yeah. feel like, you know, that was kind of like the ultimate, like, fuck you, you're alive, why the fuck are you doing this to me, like, I'm gonna rat you out, I'm gonna fucking find you. Yes. Which was great, because you kind of see that, like, little sheltered girl mm. come out and be this badass, you right. know? Yeah, and this is where, like, all of the twists and turns start happening, right. and I'm like, oh, And it happens but, fast. But, but, yeah. So happens then the really next fast. thing we see... Or one of the next things that we see. I don't know. 
So then we cut to it's too much wine for you. Sean, well, I've just had a lot meeting of wine. with Emily well, at a restaurant. Well, first he's like he's on the phone with somebody. He's trying to figure meet out with somebody or yes. something, and they're not available. And he's like, okay, so he's on the phone, and then Emily comes up and sits down. Yes. And, like, takes off her glasses, and she's wearing a hat and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, come on, babe, you didn't recognize the restaurant. We came here every year for our anniversary. Like, like how could I you not you know? Like, find it. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it's, like, it seems, like, the way she's talking, like, Sean may be in on this whole no. insurance thing. No. Yes, he's not. not. But then he's. No, then but she like, tells come him. Come on, babe, you know. No, she was, tells him. Idea. No, no, no. She's yes, she saying. Does. Yes, she does say that. But she's saying that she will tell them that it's her idea, that it's his idea, too. She goes, because if I go down, I will take you down with me for this. Yeah. She's and that's like, when I just she want starts. The money and disappear. But I miss my little dude, so I needed to come back and see him. But she's like, I just want the money and I'm going to disappear. But then she's also like, you know, it flashes back. We find out that she has this beautiful ring and it was Sean's mother's ring, which she told. That was that was earlier that on was in earlier, the movie. But she talks, there's a flashback to it yeah. though. So she talks about how, you know, she's telling Steph how, oh, Sean's mother, it was his great grandmother's ring and she wanted me to have it. So I have this beautiful ring and then. Um, it comes out, it shows them on the plane back from England, and Emily actually stole the ring from Sean's mother. Um, my Fitbit says I'm earning zone minutes sitting here and talking. Thanks. Thank you, Fitbit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so she tells him, you know, meet me in the bathroom in 20 seconds. Who are you going to pick? Are you going to pick me and your or your mom? And then she kisses him, and then she goes, meet me in the bathroom in 20 seconds. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. So and they, so it's the same situation here where right. they, you know, she's basically telling her him to, well, no, she does tell him to pick sides. It's either Stephanie or me. Who are you, who's it going to be? Okay, babe, great, you pick me. Meet me in the bathroom in 20 seconds. Yeah, not twice. Yep. But she also is like... um, do you really do you really love her? Do you really care about her? Or is right. it just sex? And he's like, it's just sex. And then she's like, of course I love you. you know, do I you only still love you. Do you love me? And he's like, yes. And she's like, okay then, meet me in the bathroom in twenty seconds. It's it's her or me, not twice. And then you see her get up and walk to the bathroom, and he's just kind of sitting there. You don't actually see him get up and follow her. So you never know if he actually does it or not. Um, so then you're like, oh, well, shit, has he got something to do with this? Like, what? Then, um, so then, then it's in the cemetery. Well, she also, so then she creates another vlog. But before that, you know, Emily tells Sean, you know, Stephanie knows too much. And then that's when the whole bathroom thing happens. So then... Stephanie releases another vlog about memorializing friends. Yes. And she talks about the martinis and she's like, I'm gonna make a nice martini. Gravesite, flowers are overdone, like, you know, do something that's important to the person and special to them. And she's like, Emily really loved these martinis. She had this very special. I'll probably stop by later this afternoon, blah, blah, blah. So then she gets all dressed up and she definitely looks like more the way it's like a twist, like an Emily slash Stephanie mix. Yeah. Because she's still she's wearing, wearing a dress. Yeah. She's wearing this beautiful, like, like necklace. Yeah, choker with a flower right. on it. And it's this, like, form-fitting dress. And she's wearing heels. And she's got her hair back differently. Yes. And so she's at the 
headstone with these martinis and Emily walks up. Right. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Is is Steph in it with Emily? Like, what is happening right now? And then that's when you kind of realize that, you know, they they are good friends, but they're not really good friends. Like, they're, yeah. she's just trying to figure out, Stephanie is just trying to figure out what's going on, but also kind of keeping Emily cool. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I met your mom. We had a nice talk with, had a nice talk with Mags because her name is like Margaret. So she calls yeah. her Mags, which I find hilarious. And you find out that it was actually, they weren't twins. She's like, I knew you, ha- I know you have a twin. And she's like, actually, you're wrong. It, we were triplets. It was Faith, Hope, and Charity. And Charity was stillborn, which my mom blamed us for killing Charity. And my dad believed her. Um, which explains, like, earlier in the movie, we find out that Emily has this tattoo on her wrist that's, like, flames, but it has a symbol for charity in it, which, you know, we're kind of like, uh, Emily's not really a charitable person. Like, what the fuck is that? So then we find out that charity is her sister's name. Um, so, you know, their dad believed their mom that they had killed their sister, and so they were all really hard on her, and... It was he an was abusive, abusive family. Yeah, it was, was just an abusive family. Um, so when they were like 16, they burned down the house and they left. The right. girls left and they decided to split up so that, you know, the big blonde murder twins wouldn't be so easy to spot. So they split up and they were supposed to meet up again in like a year or whatever. And they had a place and everything all picked out. And then um, Emily, who is Hope, said that Faith the other twin never showed up and she didn't know what happened to her and so she just moved on with her life and then faith um contacted her through facebook found her through facebook nope nope what no uh, no what sean yes it is through facebook but she didn't she didn't contact her she didn't contact her at all yeah she did that's no. where the picture came from gotta have faith she sent that she did send it. Then she contacted her. Okay. Well, <laughs> the whole idea was that Sean had posted that family photo of them up there, but it wasn't until years after. Like, she had just recently contacted her. Yeah. And it was a couple of years before they made contact or she reached out to her um, twin sister that, you know, and it was all because of that Facebook, but it wasn't like immediately after or anything Right, like right. That. No, no, no. Yeah, I never said that. Okay. But she contacted her through Facebook. And that is why she... She didn't contact her through Facebook. She well, just found she it through, found Facebook. through Facebook. Yeah, and, and sent her this her. cryptid eat message. Eat a bag of dicks. You, know you what eat I mean. a bag of dicks. Oh, my God. You're taking too long. Whatever. Shut up. Go eat faster. You go faster. I'm trying. Go, then. Go. And nothing. Yeah, because you're, like, rambling all over the place. Okay, so then she finds her her twin sister, and that's when she finds out the whole thing about, like, you know, well, now I need to, you know, find my twin sister, blah, blah, blah. Turns out that her twin sister is a fucking junkie, and that actually Faith, or Hope kills Faith, which Hope is Emily, slash Claudia, slash the hot badass bestie of stephanie so then once you find out that she drowns faith in the lake and puts her ring on faith that's how you figure out oh that's why the dna matches and that's why she's there well sean knows everything because emily's just confirmed that sean knows everything but 
she also plays this tape for Stephanie that says, you know, where she's asking these questions, well, do you love her? Did you think about her while I was fucking you? Blah, 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 blah. And he says, no, I didn't love her. Yes, I was thinking about you while I was fucking her. She means nothing to me. So then Emily is like, well, there's another option because I don't want Sean. He's a piece of shit. And here's the other option. She doesn't say specifically what the other option is, but then she goes into, like, it fast forwards to them executing some sort of plan, which requires Stephanie to break into her, or to Sean's email for his, you know, work account and all that good stuff. And obviously well, they, they claim some fraud. Yeah, they do they it. They actually do it. Yeah, yeah. She, like, plants evidence on Sean. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they never yeah. say what the plan is. They just they fast just forward to doing it. Yeah, yes. they show it. Yeah, and then you see Emily walking outside from her hotel, and she, like, grabs a wrench out of this dude's toolbox right. as she walks by, and she's, like, standing in this kind of I don't know why area. she put the pearl necklace on. I don't know. I, I found that whole scene really weird. It was like, weird. It was weird. So she throws this wrench way up in the air, and as it's coming down, she's, like, putting on this pearl necklace. Smiling. And she's just looking up and smiling. Right. Wrench hits her in the face. Right. And then she turns up at the police station with this big, you know, obviously bruised up black eye and bruised up face and apparently accuses Sean of being an abusive husband and saying that she ran to get away from him. And this was he, all his plan. This was his plan and, and killed her sister and, like, this whole thing. So he gets taken into custody. Um, well, and then what happens? So then after that, that's when he is released out on bail oh, and right, he bail. comes home and he says, Stephanie, and because it sounds and looks kind of like Stephanie coming down the stairs, but really it's Emily coming down and she's dressed like this 1950s, you know, housewife, which is how, and, yeah. how Stephanie would have dressed. And so but they start talking. Yes, though. a lot a lot she's classier. Oh my God, her shoes again. were amazing. Oh. Her dress oh. with that pink. You know. Oh, so cute. The, the dress was okay, but I'm not a floral pattern kind of girl when it comes to, like, my clothing. Like, yeah. I like flowers, I just like but... the cut of it, and I really liked that she had, like, the pen. I like that it had the opening, and it had, like, the tool underneath. Mm -hmm. Like, it was yeah. super nice. Yeah. Super nice. And Very the shoes cute. were bedazzled to shit, which was amazing. Um, it played on my, my love of bedazzling. <laughs> so then that's where enter Stephanie. And Stephanie just looks absolutely crazy at this time because, you know, Sean and Emily are having this, you know, conversation. Emily enters in and she's like, well, wait a minute. Here's what's, you know, what's the deal here, Sean? Yeah. You know, and then she's she's trying to make Emily feel like she is going to kill Sean. The yeah. whole time it looks like she's going to kill Sean. Off. She's got, she's got gun. the gun. Well, she's, she's got like, the gun yeah. that she was holding ever so delicately and yes. like disgusted with in the um, dildo room, the closet. <laughs> the closet. Yeah. That happened to have a dildo in it. <laughs> That automatically makes it the dildo room, okay? Like, I'm sorry. Like, like if you have... a roommate. Yes. Yes, it does. No. Because you have to keep that room separate from everybody else. Otherwise, they might find your dildo. So, that is the dildo room. <laughs> like, it's like, where's Waldo? Yes, there may be one Waldo, but it's an important Waldo that you don't want people to find. That's the whole point of where's Waldo is to find him. But you make it difficult. <laughs> Because then nobody can use the area if it was just out in the open. So, so you anyway, have to hide him. Stephanie's, like, all upset. She's like, what the fuck's going on? Are you guys in this together? Right. Like, I don't want to be a part of your game. Yes. Like, Sean, I can't believe you did this to me. Like, I thought we were something. Like, 
you had me move in for God's sake. It's the whole thing. You told me you love me, but you, you didn't you actually love me. Love me. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? I made you dinner. I sucked your dick. Like, and then, and then she shoots. She him. shoots him. Yeah, she straight up shoots him. And then she freaks out. And she's like, "Oh my god, I shot him! It actually, I actually did it! Like, Jesus Christ, what do I do?" And she's like on the ground next to him, like, "What do I do? Do I put pressure on it? Do I stop the bleeding? Like, what happens?" And Emily is just like sitting on the counter, and she's like, "Ugh." Well, no. At first, she starts to show a little bit of emotion, and she tries to like play to whatever this is going on because you can. And you kind of see her get emotional and she's like, but I killed my sister. And, you know, she goes into that whole spiel and then she starts laughing and she's like, ha ha. And you get up, you, you fuck. And she kicks Sean. Yeah. And that's when you find out that this was all just a ploy to get or to try to get Emily to actually confess, confess. to killing yeah. her sister and her father. When, in reality, Emily had already searched the house, found the all of the bugs. Yep. And, and removed them. Right. So, you know, Emily is like, you can't prove that I killed my sister and my father. Like, we can all still get away with this. She's talking about how they're going to get away with it. And then... No, she's, she, she says that she's going to get away with it. And that oh, murder-suicide right. is yes, going to be... Right. Perfect for them. So she's going to make it look like um, Stephanie shot Sean and then Stephanie will kill herself. Right. But in reality, Emily will be behind all of it. Right. And so because Stephanie kills Sean, she, Emily, will still get the $4 million. That's right. how it works. Somehow. Yes. So, um... So then she, Stephanie says, well, what if we were to do, oh, you know, you were really my good friend, right? You, it wasn't just me. And she's like, no, 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 we were good friends. I really liked you, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you know, you should have come on my vlog. What if you came on and told the world about how you killed your mother or your father and your sister and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, that would have made a good episode. Too bad. It's not going to happen. She's like, oh, wait, I didn't tell you about the camera yeah, that I'm it wearing. It is happening. Right. I'm live streaming right That's now. That's an episode. Yes. Yes. She's, so she's got like this little camera on her, basically on her bra. It's like this little tiny camera. It looks like a button. But before that, Emily is talking about the murder and murder suicide, and she turns around and shoots Sean. Yes, and she like has this gun tucked into somewhere in her folds of dress, and she straight up shoots Sean. And then, as she's realizing, like, oh shit, there's a camera there. I got to get out. She runs outside, and this is like my absolute favorite line well, in the movie. Yes, I know what this line is, but first she's like, yes. she, well, she's talking about how she's already foiled their plans because Stephanie's like, well, the even though you cut the wires, the police are still on their way. And she's like, no, they're not. And I sent him like, to so-and-so's house. Oh, this is Stephanie. Um, we're, there's a change of plans. We're going to be at so-and-so's But that's house. before the reveal for the, yes, for the but, camera. But it's funny because then it shows the police busting into, it's this other couple that has kind of been snarky about Stephanie and Emily kind of this whole time. This is the guy that was like, oh, you're basically working for them for free. You know, you're not the nanny. You're working for... Should I tell her that she's working for free? That guy. It's his house. So they bust into his house, and they've all got these big-ass bongs, and they're all just toking. Yep. And he's like, oh, I have, a, I have a permit for this. I have ocular pressure. Yeah. So the cops are at their house instead of where they're supposed to be, which is coming to Emily's house. So, so she thinks she gets away with it, 
but then it comes out that Steph has been live streaming it on like a nanny cam that she has stuck in her bra. Oh, it's a button. Out a buttonhole. Yeah. She made it a button. Yeah. So then Emily runs out of the house and all of a sudden a Prius comes and smacks her in the middle of the road, <laughs> like knocks her down. Like totally plasters her with and a Prius. And the guy that she had sent the cops to pops out of the car and says, America's hybrids, silent but deadly. Yeah. Hilarious. This is great for me because I drive a Prius. She so. drives a Prius. And I cracked up when I saw that. I was like, Liz is going to be so excited. I, I was very excited. But, yeah, like, so the Emily Prius, runs out but... in the roll and, or in the road and she's like, you know, there's still, Steph's still trying to, like, talk to her and get her to turn herself in and, like, do the right thing. And you can't, you can't, what about your son? Like, you're still a mom, yep. you know, and trying to appeal to her and... Instead, she gets plastered by this Prius, and she's, like, still trying to crawl away, and stuff's like, oh, stop. I'm worried for your knees. I'm I'm really worried about what you're doing to your knees right now. That was fantastic. it's hilarious. (coughs) So that's how it ends. Then they kind of give you a little bit of a rundown of what happens to each of the characters. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it looks like Stephanie got the house from him because she's still in that kitchen, but they're not together. No, they're not together. Um, she's, she's celebrating her one millionth viewer. Yes. And she's saying about how she's, you know, in her, her vlog is no longer just mom stuff. She's also doing like sleuthing. Yeah. Amateur cold, sleuthing. Cold yes. cases. And she's like, so if you know anything, DM me, send me a, you know, she closed, email or something. She's closed 30 cases so yes. far. And that's like in the end when they're talking about yep. what everybody's doing. They're like, Sean has moved to another state and him and Nikki are okay. They're yep, doing they're fine. Doing he has written a new book called the Oopsie, Oopsie Jar. Jar. Which yes. Is hilarious. Yes. Um, and Emily's in jail and Emily's she adjusted. She's doing really well. Yep. Um, and then also that, um, Stephanie is dating a guy from the city. Yes. So she's got herself a man. So she's getting some dick that's not related to her by blood. So that's nice. (laughs) So what do you give this movie? Man, I give this one, I would give this a four and a half for sure. Like so good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going with four. I I don't think it earned the half for me, but... (sighs) Mainly because some of it was a little predictable. Like, I didn't predict triplets, but I did predict twins. Um, I was like, oh, I bet she has a twin somewhere. I bet this is, like, something I mean, like that. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, because that's kind of the move. And, uh, anyways, it was still great. I highly recommend it. I give it four cheers. Five, four and a half. And the wine is a solid five. Oh, uh, like, fuck yes. Holy shit. Give that one a six because it is so good. I give that one a ten. Jesus Christ. Like a hundred. Choco Vine. Hook that shit up. Choco Vine. So good. Where'd you get it? Uh, Meyer. Meyer. Freaking Meyer, man. I get all my wine at Meyer because I didn't make it. I mean, they have a good selection. It's imported by Royal Dutch Distillers Imports from Miami, Florida. www.chocovine.com. They don't make mo- they don't make wine in Miami, Florida. I'm just saying they yeah. may bottle it there, <laughs> it says but imported. It says yeah, imported. It is yeah, imported. yeah. So yes, super delicious. Love it a lot. Highly Amazing. It. Yes. Next week. Next week we are watching the Lovebirds. Yes. I cannot remember where to find it. Again, but... neither of us have seen this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where to find it either because I, I haven't watched it yet. Let me look. Um, and then after that it is the book. The book. Then it's the book. Fourteen ways to die. Yes. 
by I never count. Vincent Ralph? Yes. Oh, I did. Yes. I still have to get it. I haven't even gotten so it. So I yet. bought it for $1.99 on um on my ebook thing here on my phone, just called like Apple Books. Like literally I bought it for $1.99. Nice. Okay, so it looks like The Lovebirds is um uh, Netflix for if you got Netflix, Thank you got God. it. So nice. We can save a little bit of money there. That's Woo-hoo. fantastic. Always like a good Netflix pick. Although I'm not happy about Netflix raising their prices. Fuck Those Netflix. Bastards. Jesus. Every damn time. Oh, we need to raise our prices again. It's because they're doing a second knives out. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's what's That's doing exactly it. what it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It's true. Alright, so all in all, man, this was good all the way around. Good wine, good movies. Yes. Life is delicious. Life is delicious. And some really good conversation, too. We had some fantastic digressions today. Oh, my God. Today. I love the digressions. Yes. They're my favorite part. And snow everywhere. Although, it looks like the road is still clear, so that's something. Yes, the roads are clear. Jesus. Well, thanks for joining us, and I hope all our peeps around the world are enjoying us yeah let us know i promise for listening guys this week i'm not going to slack on our instagram posts i know i missed two <laughs> she's so That's far behind you guys my, oh my fault God. i'm so sorry all right well f- like follow subscribe all et of cetera. the above yes etc love you guys etc et <laughs> love you guys we'll see you next week on three shows in a book three shows in a book bye